beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to this episode of the Quantum Business Queen podcast. Today, you guys are going to get an up close and personal look into some pretty heavy things that I went through earlier in the year. And I really think this is an important conversation for several different reasons. Number one, I want people to know that my journey has not been perfect by far. And I'm okay with being totally transparent and vulnerable and sharing those experiences. Number two, I want to talk to you about what it took for my business to really hold me through some super dark times because it did. And if I didn't have the proper structures in my place in business, my whole life could have fallen apart. So I want to talk about the structures that my business has in place that allowed me to fall apart because I did emotionally, mentally, pretty much on all levels. But my business held me. And if I didn't have certain things in place, it would not have carried me the way it did. And I also want you to know that you can create whatever it is you want to create And you don't have to be healed. In fact, I really feel that's like a massive distortion. People, you know, keep kicking up the dust thinking that success is always at arm's length because there's always that next thing they need to heal in order to get it. So there's three real things that I really want to have hit home for you today. Number one, you can create whatever you want in imperfect circumstances. And in fact, you will never have perfect circumstances. So if you're waiting for the perfect circumstance or if you're in some shit and you're feeling like, you know, you can't move forward until just move forward, decide your way out of it. I love that conversation we had with Louise in the last episode, who is super, super potent in helping spiritual beings. You got to decide your way out of it. Put one choice in front of the other and decide your way out of the darkness, my friends. And again, I tell you this only from having been through it myself. Everything I talk about, everything I teach is from sheer embodiment, from living it, from knowing it, from being it. And then from coming out the other side of it, and I never, ever would trade those experiences for anything because they code me in such a potent way that I could stand here as a powerful leader and say to you, look you dead in the eye and say, I've been there too. And for me, there's nothing more potent than that. So we're going to rewind back to May this year where I actually left my husband of 14. We've been together for 14 years and it was a long time coming and, you know, years of being disconnected. It was kind of death of a thousand cuts, so to speak, like just, you know, we just were not connected anymore. We've been through the therapy. We've tried it all. And, you know, when you have a child, so we have a little girl, if you guys 
don't know who's seven years old. And, you know, that child is the reason you do whatever it takes to try to keep a relationship going, even when you know it's dead. And so I practiced what I preached and it was time to step into my aligned bravery. And I went to Jeff and I said to him, look, I think it's time that we separate. I'm going to move out and this is what this is going to look like. And we need to figure out how we kind of move forward from here. And it was the craziest thing. You know, I looked for houses nearby to rent. It was like, oh my gosh, here I am in this, the rental market now. I've always owned a house and, you know, I've always lived in the houses that I have owned. And now I'm in this rental market. Like, what is this? And of course you pull up to the rentals and you have the lineup of 15 cars and you're just going, oh my goodness. So Right when I said that to Jeff, I had and I, I had this house in mind, this house I spotted, and I just I pulled up to this house and it was in the exact place I wanted to live. And I am the only one at this viewing. And mind you, I've literally been to every single viewing over the past couple of weeks looking at properties. And I am the only one at this viewing, and I've looked at other houses in a similar price range and similar qualities, et cetera, et cetera. And I am freaking blown away because by far this house is the nicest. And so I'm just like, you know, in this place of such uncertainty, I'm looking at every single universal sign I could possibly get to know that I'm making the right decision because aligned bravery is so confusing because it is riddled. You are riddled in fear. You are riddled in fear. And oftentimes as sensitive, energetic, spiritual beings, we misinterpret that fear for it not being aligned. And so for me, I was riddled in fear. I was shaking in my boots. I'm not from Australia. I don't have family support here. You know, I we, we'd only moved to the area in 2020. So we're just now getting kind of an established community in that little town we live in. So not a lot of close friends around, et cetera, et cetera. So I felt really alone in this decision. So, and I, like I said, I was grabbing onto every single universal sign that the universe would throw at me. And so the fact that I was the only person at the, this viewing was sign number one. I'd sit there at night though, however, in the house, because granted things weren't very bad between Jeff and I, it was just nothing. It was peaceful, but there was just undercurrent of just kind of resentment and a little bit of hostility. You know, we just didn't connect. We didn't really look each other in the eyes. And so I'd sit there at nighttime in the house living with Jeff and Ella, thinking to myself, like, what am I actually doing? Like, what am I doing? It's peaceful. We're comfortable. We live a really good life. You know, we can do whatever we want, whenever we want. Like, what am I doing? This is Ella's family. This is what Ella knows. There is something inside of me saying, Sarah, it's time to trade good for great. And it wasn't even good, to be honest. Like, part parts of my life was really, really good. But the relationship, not at all. It was time to trade it in, time to decide that I was going to let go of quote unquote good for something vastly better. And destruction is essential for construction. You have to let the old burn to the ground if you want to build something new. And I was craving something new for so long and I knew that I had to have this death if I wanted to be reborn again. And I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you how deep I had to dig in myself to make that decision. There is a quote from Glennon Doyle. If you guys have not read the book Untamed, do yourself a favor and get that in your ears. 
And I'm going to read it, actually. I've, I've, I've kind of taken little bits of a chapter out. So this isn't the full quote, but th- these are her words. And I've taken bits of one of the chapters out and I've kind of constructed them together. They were like one liners that really stood out for me. And I actually read this after I had left. I wish I would have read it before because it really would have helped me and given me a lot of clarity. But it is so powerful. And it goes like this. Destruction is essential for construction. If we want to build a new, we must let go of the old and let it burn. Building a new life that is true and beautiful means the destruction of the good enough. Rebirth means death. We only live to the degree that we are willing to be annihilated. Our next life will always cost us this one. If we are truly alive, we are constantly losing who we just were, what we just built, what we just believed, and what we just knew to be true. What I lose now is no longer true enough so I can take full hold of what is. I am a human being meant to live in perpetual becoming. If I am living bravely, my entire life will become a million deaths and rebirths. And my goal is not to remain the same, but to live in such a way that each day, year, moment, relationship, conversation, crisis is the material I use to become a truer and more beautiful version of myself. The goal is to surrender constantly to who I just was in order to become who this next moment calls me to be. I will not hold on to an existing idea, opinion, identity, story, or relationship that keeps me from emerging new. I will not hold tightly to any riverbank. I must let go of the shore in order to travel deeper and see farther again and again and then again. Those quotes had me shook. I knew that I had just been through my own personal annihilation. Those first few months of not living with Ella, my daughter, every single day were some of the hardest months of my life without exaggeration. And I've been through some pretty crazy things in my life. One was losing my mom at 25, but by far was the most grief that I had ever experienced. And I had put myself through my own personal egoic death in order to be rebirthed. I mean, so much I had to mourn. The grief though, I will say, or the first few months was absolutely debilitating, paralyzing grief, like pull yourself up off the kitchen floor kind of grief, cannot eat or function or do anything as a human type of grief. I've never been through that type of grief. And again, like I said, I've lost my mom, you know, and that's one of the deepest connections you'll have besides your, to your own child. And I, it was almost irrational. If you think about it, Ella was living 10 minutes down the road, but it was the little things I had no idea I would ever mourn. Like being able to braid her hair every single morning and being able to feed her breakfast and our little conversations we'd have and how I love to watch her dance in the mornings and how we'd sometimes dance together or doing the nighttime bedtime routine with her every single night sitting by our bedside as we do what we would refer to as talk about it. It's where we just talk about random topics or random things that happened during the day. And it was those moments that I had to release that 
felt like it nearly killed me. And again, it was my own personal annihilation that was required in order for me to be rebirthed. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. Wow. Where do I even begin with QBA and serotonin and my time in the container? Let's start with knowing that I have the permission to create my wildest, deepest, biggest vision. I had my highest cash day. I completely changed the direction of my business. I landed in my purpose and my passion. I felt like being a part of it all has given me the permission to truly be me and make the deepest impact possible. Yeah, wow. Serotonin and QBA changed my life. It was so deeply healing to be in a space with like-minded people who are service-based, here to literally serve other souls. And to be held in such a space where you can come as you are and you are seen in your unique gifts, your talents, your desires, and to have your vision come to life around other beautiful people is something that I will be forever grateful for. And being led by Sarah in all of her vulnerability, her humor, her loving, unconditional, nurturing ways. Wow. Honestly, wow. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. So I sit here with you now, almost four months down the track. And I won't say I'm out the other side, but I can definitely feel myself emerging anew. And if I could say anything about those four months, the craziest things happened. Like we had a possum get inside my house. It like caused a ruckus everywhere. We found an eight foot deep hole that was like six foot wide that any small child could have fallen into the backyard. We had ant infestations. Like this house was throwing out all the stops. But in saying that, I felt like this house was also holding me in my healing. It holds such a beautiful energy and it was really, it is still a haven for me. And so, yeah, there were so many different waves of grief. The first wave of grief was not being there for Ella every single day, every single night, trying to navigate what this new life with her is going to look like. The second wave of grief was like mourning the house that I lived in that I had to drive by every single day, knowing that, oh my gosh, I don't turn down that driveway anymore. Oh my gosh, I don't mow that lawn. And for those of you who know me, you knew I love my riding lawnmower. Like, oh my gosh, I don't walk through that front door. I don't go to bed at night. I don't hear Ella's sleepy music. It was the waves of grief that was just, it saturated my being. It saturated, decimated me. So I had been through my own personal annihilation and thankfully enough, The two things in my business that held me up and held me strong. Actually, I'll say three things in my business. Number one are the structures and the pre-planning. Thank goodness for my business manager, Sasha, who really held me. But she also 
help me build and construct really powerful structures that kept everything churning. Like I wanted to make it so everybody in the academy, in the business academy or in the money course or in the magic manifestation and marketing containers didn't have any idea that I was going through anything. And I think I was still able to show up in that powerful way and serve. But the structures are what held my business together along with planning. Now, these are very 3D aspects to business, by the way. Most of the time when you listen to these podcasts, talk a lot about quantum things and manifestation and energy and all of the embodiment stuff and all the stuff I love to chat about. But I cannot tell you how important the 3D aspect of business is. 3D aspect of structure and planning and strategies are the materials that will hold your business together in times of crises. So, If you have the right structures in place, if you have the right plan in place, planning is absolutely crucial because if you are not planning in your business, you are not, it's not a business actually. It's more of a, let's hope this works. Let's kind of throw stuff at the walls and see what sticks and what doesn't. So if this is a business, you need to put on an identity as a multi six figure brand creator or multi seven figure brand creator. And if you were having that hat on and wearing that identity, then how would you operate in your business? You would have the next six months planned out. So strategic plans are again, some of the bolts and nuts that kept everything tightened and tied into place. So structures, number one, the pre-planning, we had everything planned out. I mean, I was running launches and still like doing 50 K launches and et cetera. The third thing was the passive income. So I had, I have set up my business structure in such a way that I have six months beyond eight months. I would say eight months worth of passive income that is coming through. And this is available to everybody, but you have to get the 3D aspect of your business strategy, structure, and the way you build out your containers. You need to get that right. You need to nail that. Strategy is crucial in business, and I probably don't talk about that enough, but it is what kept my whole reality from completely falling apart and being fully annihilated. Thank goodness my home and my business held me the way it did because I honestly, there were times when I did not think I would make it through. If I'm being completely honest, I had a full on mental breakdown at one point where I was not okay. (laughs) I'm giggling, but I was really not okay. I remember ringing Jeff crying saying I'm not okay. And it takes a lot for me to reach out to anyone, anyone in that. But you know, I was going through my personal death and that's what it takes. My business held me because I had the right structures. I had the right plans. I had the right processes. I had the right people to hold me. My mentor, you know, I was in, I still made sure I put myself in the energy of people that were doing big things. I cannot tell you how important that is. So for me to be going through this personal death and this deeply embedded grief and then to turn up on my mentors group calls our elite chats and to hear how people are doing 170k months and doing you know nailing 60k launches and all these things it's like oh my gosh this is the energy this is the world i'm in this is what i'm creating and it was a reminder of everything that's available to me too and everything that i am also creating that was crucial putting myself in the right Pockets of people is what carried my business through and what allowed my business to hold me the way it did. I cannot tell you the importance of that. 
And so if you have a business right now or you're considering building a business, you need to get those foundational aspects right because then you will be able to weather any storm. And I can tell you that now from very personal experience. So not only was I going through that crazy time personally, but this is also the time when all the interest rates are going up and mortgages are going up and home loans and they're saying recessions happening and blah, 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 blah. And here I am now supporting two households. You know, so if you look at all the external factors, it's like the worst time in the world to want to be separating. (laughs) I never look at external factors though. If you know me, you know I never do that. Every decision I make is based on internal alignment and aligned bravery. And that is how I am able to transcend into newer and better and bigger and more expanded timelines every single time. I'm not afraid of fear. I will lean into it. I'm not afraid of going through my own personal annihilations because I know what is on the other side of it. But I also am smart. I have the right structures in my business in place. I have the right strategies in my business. I have the right people backing me. And I am now a personal testament to the fact that you can go through anything with your business if you have those pieces of the puzzle in place. So there it is. There was a lot covered in this episode, but if we want to take some of these pieces and look at them individually, you know, the first thing I would really love for you to take from this is that don't be afraid of your own death because in order to have something new, you have to let go of the old and the old could be so many different things, your ideas, your identity, your relationships, whatever it is, your belief systems, they need to be released in order for the new to emerge. End of story. You cannot hold both. You have to be willing to let go of the riverbank. Oh, I love that line. In order to see further, you have to be willing to let go. You have to. And so if you're going to do that, when you lean into it, have the right structures in place, have the right people in place. Your business can and will carry you through anything, literally anything, if you are operating as if it is an actual business. Putting on that this is a multi-six-figure brand, this is a multi-seven-figure brand, and how do I build the structures and the strategies and the plan and get the right people in place in order for this to anchor into physicality. It does require potent, aligned, beautiful, amazing, expanded strategy, which I love. So if any of you are looking for that sort of support in business, please reach out to me. We have containers to suit all types, no matter where you're at, whether you're scaling into multi-six, 30K months, or whether you're just getting things off the ground, we have something for all of you. So please reach out if you do want my support. Thank you so much for listening. I loved sharing my story with you. I hope you took something from it. And please, if you're hearing the calling, all I ask is for you to be brave. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. 
If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.